If you're going to do all things for the good of God's people to build them up in Christ, you're going to have to learn to bear with their infirmities. Not only that, but remember what we've been reading, as far as is consistent with the Word of God and the Gospel of Christ, you should actively set out to please them, not just to keep yourself in the background so as you don't displease them, but actively pursue the goal of pleasing God's people. Now, let us just think in that for a minute. It's very, very simple. The world won't do that, you know. The world's not setting out to make Christians feel good about being saved. The world's not setting out to make life a bit brighter and happier for the people of God. The world is out there to cut them down, to criticize them, to undermine their faith, uh, to drive them away from the Lord, to depress them and bring them into despair. That's what the world is doing. And unfortunately, that's what many of our fellow believers are doing, one to another. And you ought not to be doing the devil's work. You ought not to be carrying on in church the program of the devil and the world around about us. Oh, you ought as far as in you lies, according to this Word of God, actively, positively to set out to please God's people. You should aim in it all to build them up. It's not just to please them for the sake of that, but it's to build them up in Christ that is unto edification. Do not be constantly negative. I'm sure you'll admit that even if you had to look closely enough, you'd find thoughts in yourself. There's none of us perfect. We ought to desire to be perfect, but there's none of us perfect. Don't be constantly negative and constantly critical. One of the men I most admire in the New Testament is Barnabas. And you know, it's strange, like all the great men of Scripture, he failed the Lord at his strongest point. Barnabas, the Scripture says, was a good man. He was a good man. What was so good about Barnabas? He was the son of consolation. There's a wonderful and beautiful picture of this man that comes out again and again in Scripture. He took everything, unlike Ananias and Sapphira, with whom he set in stark contrast. The end of chapter 4 in Acts is Barnabas, the beginning of chapter 5 is Ananias and Sapphira. He took all that he had and he led it at the apostles' feet. He led it before the Lord. For the good of God's people. He was a well-to-do man. But all he had was for the good of God's church. Then, we find that when Saul of Tarsus could see him, and he came to the city of Jerusalem, the Christians were just like you and me. They were what we would have been like. They were dead scared of him. And they said, this man is just an infiltrator. And he's going to do us harm. But Barnabas went. And Barnabas befriended him. 
And Barnabas encouraged him. And when others were putting him out, Barnabas brought him in. When Paul was far away from Jerusalem, and there was need for people to go up to Antioch, Barnabas went and he got Paul, and it was Barnabas who introduced Paul, or Saul as he was then, into the work. You find this again and again. When he went visiting a work that he had not been personally involved in, he saw the grace of God there, and he encouraged the people. That's why he was a good man. We're not told that he was a great preacher. He may well have been, but he's not painted as an Apollos. He's certainly not painted as a Paul. But he was a good man who knew how to please God's people and encourage them. So often, in this day and age of busyness, we're inaccessible, we're too busy for God's people to get any help from us at all. The whole thing is this, that if you're saved, you should use your knowledge of the gospel. And if you're an experienced Christian, and every Christian has some experience, even if you're only saved one day, you've had some experience of Christ, you should use your experience of Christ to strengthen your brethren and your sisters in Christ. I mentioned some time ago a Plymouth Brethren meeting that was held in Belfast that had a wonderful title. It was called the Help Heavenward Meeting. A meeting mostly for young people who gathered in their hundreds every Saturday night. And they sang and they testified and they preached. And the whole thing was geared to help them on to heaven. I think that's a wonderful title for a meeting. I think that would be a wonderful motto for a Christian life. 